The Sportscaster and Her Son is brought to you by Foot First Podiatry. Painful bunions, then it's time to get your bunion fixed with Foot First Podiatry's exclusive Sklar Bunionectomy. No scars, no casts, no crutches, no kidding. For more information about the Sklar Bunionectomy, visit footfirst.com. And by Electroflex, a global leader in electrical conduit for over 60 years, makers of Liquitite Flexible Conduit, electrically connecting our world. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Sportscaster and her son, where sports bridges the gap between the generations. I'm your host, Peggy Kaczynski, 12-time Emmy Award-winning sportscaster at NBC Chicago for 17 years. I'm the baby boomer. I'm Jason Canander, freshman at UT Austin, and I'm Generation X, right? Yes. And yes. Spe- speaking of I that, hey, you. speaking of that, you finished your first semester in college, so... Our last mini episode, you were leaving for college, and now you have completed your first semester. So um, why don't you bring us up to date? What's going on? How, how did the first semester go? First semester went really well. I mean, it was really nice to meet people and kind of get a lay of the land in Austin and be away from home for the first time. Um, but second semester so far has been a lot better. I just think it's kind of a comfort thing where more comfortable here, meeting more people. Uh, I'm used to the way that kind of the day-by-day of being a college student, even with all online classes goes. But um, back to your original question with first semester, it was a good time. It was very good to experience college for the first time and meet some amazing people and live in an amazing city and make some great memories. So, yeah, it was generally a very positive experience. Yeah, so tell me about being able to go to college football games. As a freshman, that was a big deal for you when you selected UT Austin was to be able to attend big-time college sports program games. How was it since you were able to go because it was open? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, that was amazing. The atmosphere of football games, even with only 25% of the uh, seats being full, um, was crazy could tell that certainly as a football school even if the record doesn't always show that but um it, no it, it was amazing to experience being a student at college football games for the first time I mean I've been to TCU games with dad and I've been been to Northwestern games before but it's just kind of different um being a student because it just means more to you um but I'll tell you what the biggest game biggest sporting event on campus is actually happening next week when we host Baylor in basketball so everyone's got their fingers crossed that fans will be allowed. They just pulled the plug on fans for the Oklahoma game tomorrow. So everyone's a little bit upset about that. But football games are great. I think basketball games might be a little better considering how good Texas is this year. But, yeah, the football games are certainly a big part of the experience. What? So what do you think they're – the plan is for fans in college basketball, because I thought with it being indoors, even though some states like here in Illinois, we are finally going back to phase one and two or tier one and two. Um, everyone's looking ahead to the baseball season and wondering what they're going to do with allowing fans in. But that's outdoors. Uh, are they they're actually talking about having fans indoors? Yeah, so initially there were there was going to be a limited amount of fans at the games, and they stuck with that over break, which is really funny, um, considering that nobody was at school. But I think they did that to allow the season ticket holders and the donors to go to the games. But as soon as we got back on campus, the first two home games, there have been no fans. 
um, which kind of sucks because, again, the basketball team is very good this year, ranked fifth right now. Um, but I think that their plan was to kind of go week by week and see what the case totals are like in Austin and on campus. And evidently they're not too too well if they're making this kind of decision. It's a pretty big deal for a Texas school just in general to not allow fans at games. Every school in the state of Texas has fans at their football games, and most are having fans at their basketball games. So it's a little surprising and frustrating. But I hope that the plan involves at least one game that will be open to fans while we're on campus this semester just to experience one game this year. But I honestly couldn't tell you. I think it's week to week. And you have a new football coach, don't you? Yes, we do. Tell Steve me how you, I can tell you. Yeah, tell me how you feel about on that. Campus is excited about this, especially with the staff that he's bringing in. He's bringing in all-star staff, the younger coach, um, win now mentality, which you should always have at Texas. It's just refreshing. I think everyone got a little sick of Herman, including the players. It's the record was fine, but you have to win big games at a school like Texas. And hopefully, Steve Sarkeesian is going to be the guy to do it. I'm certainly excited. You know, everyone else is excited, and everyone's looking forward to the revenge game against Alabama at home, 2022 opener. I love it. So this, if you are new to our podcast, this is what Jason and I do. Even though there's you know generations apart between us as mother and son, um, we share a mutual love of sports. And so that tends to dominate a lot of our conversations. And so that's how the podcast was created, for us to be able to share our mutual love of not only sports, but talking sports. And uh, in this mini episode, we are actually going to grade Jason on his predictions. Every episode, Jason does three predictions. We typically try to go, you know, today, tomorrow, yesterday, throughout the show. And so Jason makes his predictions, and that's part of the tomorrow episode, right? Or the tomorrow segment. So Jason, it's been a while since we graded you on your predictions, and we are 40 episodes into the podcast now. So what do you think we uh, start taking a look back at the second half of 2019 and the first half of 2020 and to see how you did on your predictions? Let's do it. All right. So let's see. I'm going to go all the way back to July 2019 when Spice Adams joined the show, okay? You predicted that the Mets were going to make the playoffs. Did they? They did not. They did not. They did not. Oh, no. So sorry to see you start off so poorly then. You also predicted you would get all of your college apps done before school started your senior year of high school. Did you? Yes and no. I, that Looking back, that was a pretty outlandish prediction. <laughs> but I did get the common app done, and I got all the personal information done for the UC and Texas applications. So I'm going to say that I actually did because I know a bunch of supplement and supplemental essays weren't open until – well into school starting so that literally would have been impossible but I got done what I physically could have gotten done in that time so I'm going to say that that did happen okay and you also said that you would get your summer reading done for your senior year of I high did. school you did get that done before school started okay and yeah. then we went to the women in sports episode where's the love with Melissa Isaacson um you said that the Cubs would miss the playoffs that year 2019 and, and you were correct they did they fell apart the Bears would make the playoffs in 2019. That obviously did not happen. <laughs> in 
And that you would do the dishes at home and you would be nicer. Oh, wait, that was one of my predictions. Never mind. We'll take that that one. We'll take that one off. Okay. I like this one here. Uh, The end of the summer, early fall of 2019, our episode QB or not QB is Mitch Trubisky with NFL Network's Charlie Casserly. You predicted that Kanye West's album would come out the next day. And it did. It did? It did. It did. That was the day before homecoming. Yep. And how do you yes, feel about that that last album? Oh, the album sucked. It was awful. <laughs> but no, I, it, I I I can assure you, it did come out. They came out that day at school. I remember it was right after a uh, science test. All right. You also said that the Bulls were going to make the playoffs, and with that was ridiculous and absurd. Possibly forty six wins. Yeah, no, that has not been happening, has it? All right. We moved on then to the Cubs' new manager, episode twelve, David Ross, not Grandpa Rossi, and that was with author Don Yeager that joined the show. You predicted that Zach Levine would do the dunk contest in Chicago. He did not. Um, he but he was going to if he made the all-star team and he, he was subbed. So technically I was wrong, but he had every intention of doing it until he got subbed from the all-star team. You also predicted that the Grammy nominations, Young Thugs album, So Much Fun, would be nominated. Yeah, you know what? I had a huge problem with the Grammy nominations that year. <laughs> Back-to-back years, the rap nominations have been just absurd. So that didn't happen. And actually a lot of um, very well well-versed people in the music world, no pun intended, uh, thought that that album should have won the Grammy and it wasn't even nominated. So um, that was incorrect. You also predicted that Chris Bryant would be traded that off-season, which would have been prior to last year's pandemic season, which obviously did not happen. But maybe it should have, right? Maybe it should have happened. Oh, no, it absolutely should have happened. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's go to um, our our Giving Thanks on Thanksgiving 2019. We did not do predictions. That was uh, a mini episode in which you pretty much ripped everyone that you've ever sat next to in uh, my family during Thanksgiving. Uh, That made a lasting impression on my family, let me just tell you that. Um, Episode 14, back to David Ross, this time with the interview that I did with David Ross. Um, You predicted that during the winter meetings, the Sox would sign Dallas Keuchel. And they did. And they did. And they did. Yep. You also said that they would make a trade for a controllable player. Define that. And and they, they did make changes. So would you okay. identify someone as a controllable back. player? Let me think back. Um, that they would trade for a controllable player. Okay. So they did not. But, but the uh, Dallas Keuchel was pretty big. darn big, so I'm yeah. going to give that to yeah, you. Yeah, the Keuchel move was pretty big. I think I should get credit for that. Yeah, you I also that. You also um, predicted that the Bulls would fire Gar Foreman. And they did. And Jim Boylan. And they did. And John Paxson. And they did. Not really. Uh, Although I, I will I give it to you. They, for that. they moved him none into. Of three guys, yeah. None of those three guys are in the same roles as they were at okay. that time. So I think I should get credit for that. And that was November of 2019. You also predicted that Clemson would win college football playoff, beating Ohio State. Ooh, they did not. They did actually beat Ohio State in the semifinal, but they lost LSU in the national championship that year. Yeah, but you did. You know, you actually did say that. um, Wait, didn't they beat Ohio State to go to the national championship? 
Yes, they beat Ohio yeah. State in the semifinal, but they didn't win the national championship, which I believe was Okay, so you actually got that almost correct because you did say that they would beat Ohio State in, um, yeah. and then face LSU, but would finish with a Clemson win. So, you know what? That's wow. pretty, that's pretty so darn got, close. I got two-thirds of that right. Exactly. I'm giving it to you because that was pretty good, good. minus okay. the Clemson win part. So you've got to learn with your predictions. When you make them three-parters all in one, it lessens your chance of getting a full correction, right? So. But it also raises my chance of getting more than nothing. This is true. Okay. That, that's very true. All right, episode 15, Chicago Sports in 2020, it has to get better. Now, this was the beginning of 2020 when we were talking about how crappy 2019 was in Chicago, and the Tribune's Dan Weederer joined us. Little did we know the pandemic was going to hit, and 2020 would be almost worse than 2019. So your predictions in December of 2019 was that the Sox... This this one is going to be up in the air. You predicted the Sox are going to win three World Series, and I believe you said not one, not two, but three. And then you even gave us the years in 2021, 2022, and 2024. So that one is still up in the air. I'll tell you what, that's not looking too far off. No. That's not looking – I'm so glad. I'm, I'm very happy that I wasn't riding high on, on them signing Yasmani Grandal at the time and saying that they'd win in 2020, but – um, 2021 is certainly doable. 2022 is certainly doable. I like how I skipped over 2023 because no one's repeating. But wow, that's yeah. a good prediction on my part. That's, Even that, if I hit on one of those, it's pretty crazy. Which next time, just say they will win a World Series in either 2021, 2022, or 2024. Give yourself a little bit more room. Well, then there. I don't sound as confident. <laughs> you predicted <laughs> the Bulls would get the first overall draft pick in 2021. Not far off. They got the fourth. Yeah. And you also said by the end of the decade, there'll be a powerhouse team in the NBA. Oh, boy. Man. I still have eight, nine years. And because, you know, we were talking about uh, decade-long predictions, you also said that the Bears are going to make it to two Super Bowls this decade (laughs) and win neither of them. Neither of them. Okay. So those are all still up in the air. Okay. I'd say half of that's a lock that the Bears won't win a Super Bowl in the decade, but maybe they'll make it to one. All right. We will get back to Jason's predictions from 2019 and the first half of 2020 after this. Have you ever dealt with bunions? I have. It got to the point that I couldn't even wear any shoes without having shooting pain. Even at night, I couldn't even pull the covers over my foot. It hurt so bad. It didn't matter if I was wearing slippers or boots, gym shoes working out, or heels for a night out. The pain was intolerable. I finally decided to do something about it. That's when I heard about Foot First Podiatry and their exclusive procedure, the Sklar Bunionectomy. It has you on your feet the day after surgery. Are you kidding? Well, I had to see it to believe it. And you know what? They were right. Surgery was easy. I am so glad I did it. I walked out of surgery in a boot, no cast, no crutches, walking the same day. And you can be back in a gym shoe in two weeks. When I look at my foot now, there's no visual scar. And best of all, I am pain-free. So ladies and guys, don't walk around in pain like I did for years. Visit footfirst.com. And now back to Jason's predictions. We're grading him on 2019 and 2020. 
Okay, Jason, here we go. Uh, January 2020, episode 16, talking about sports gambling with Rachel Volberg. You predicted that the Red Sox Alex Cora would get suspended for three full seasons. Okay. Again, okay. you got half of it right. I got half of it right. He got suspended for a full season. A lot of people thought he should have been suspended for longer, actually, but right. he was not. Um, and now he's back with the Red Sox. So I got to give that um, as a no then, especially because he's back yeah, with the Red Sox. Especially because he's back. I should have seen that one coming. Yeah. You also said this will be the first season a true mid-major wins a championship, either Gonzaga, Dayton, Wichita That's State, something no. like that. That's no, because the tournament didn't happen. Uh, but but I, I really do still – I still stand by that prediction. I think that that was going to happen. Between you know, Dayton, San Diego State, and Gonzaga, I last season, I genuinely believe that was going to happen. I think that that's a very good prediction on my part. And I also think that's an incomplete because there wasn't a national it, yeah, championship. So didn't happen. It wouldn't be fair to, to grade you on that. You could not well, when, foresee when the was pandemic. That, when, when was that podcast taped? January 2020. That's crazy because those three teams were all going to be one and two seeds, and I foresaw that at the time. Yeah. So that's crazy. Wow. You, you did again predict that the Bulls would run the table and get the draft lottery with the top pick in the draft, and they did not. Yeah, I doubled down on that, and I was incorrect, but the Bulls did get a higher pick than they were supposed to, so they won part of the lottery, but they just didn't get the top pick. All right, then we went on to your college decision January 2020, and that was obviously when you announced that you were going to UT Austin. So we did not do any predictions in that mini-episode. We then went on to, uh, I think it was March 2020, the all-women's NHL broadcast with Kate Scott, who did the uh, play-by-play for NBC Sports uh, Network. You predicted in one of the four major sports a team would pick up a female primary play-by-play broadcaster's. Uh, the Rockies have done it once. Um, mm. Next three to four years, a team will hire a woman. I, okay. I wish you had just said would hire a woman, no, a woman no, 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 in a no. predominant role of baseball okay. operations because I you would have nailed it with Kim Ng. Wait, 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 wait. I actually don't know. I, I feel like this has happened. I feel like there is an NFL team that had a female primary play-by-play radio person. You know, I feel like this has happened. Ah, uh, you might be right. You might be right because I feel like I'm, I'm thinking the same sure. thing. Oh, uh, oh. Okay, we're gonna have to look that up. Um, and then you also predicted that you don't think we will see our first female president for a while. So obviously, I don't know for a while is because oh, President uh, Biden's a little old. But um, you were correct. Yeah. You were correct that. It would not be a woman. Um, yeah, this is okay. So this is before Joe Biden was yeah. nominated. Yes, on the ticket. So that, that that wasn't a layup prediction. That was actually a pretty solid one. Okay. And then this is kind of a lame prediction on your part. Um, you probably did not prepare for your predictions, and you suggested or predicted that after the broadcast of episode eighteen in March of twenty twenty, that there would be more of an infusion of women in broadcasting, and directing and producing sports at the major level. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what's going through my head in that one. It, it, that was just silly. Okay. Let's go to episode 19, episode 19, COVID-19, coping with um, your grandpa, uh, Poppy, Ed Kaczynski. And we um, talked about um, 
how we were, everyone was coping in COVID-19 and how similar it was to when he was a kid uh, coping with World War II. So you predicted the order of return for sports regular season Ooh. play would be first Major League Baseball, second that was correct. NBA, third yep. NHL. Yep. You got it. I got it correct. Yep. Very good. That was that was wow. well done. You also predicted that the NCAA will grant all spring sport athletes an extra year of eligibility, but they not did. for the winter sport athletes. Yep. That's exactly what happened. Yep. Good call on that one. And that college football absolutely is going to be, to play and that there is going to be fans in the seats. Yep. I was right about that, too. <laughs> hey, three for three. Nice. Episode 20, you did not join us. We did phone a friend with uh, former Bears defensive coordinator Greg Blosh. So we did not do any of your predictions for 20. Episode 21, we uh, did missing baseball during COVID-19 with White Sox announcer Jason Benetti. This was in April of 2020. You predicted that the NFL draft would be the most highly betted on gambled on non-sport event in history because people would finally have right. something to put money on. I'm going to give that to you because I think you're right. I think too. I was right. Yeah. Wow. It, that was pretty crazy at that point, how much people were missing sports and um, you correctly brought up the whole betting aspect of it. You also yeah. predicted that the first sport that will be back would be golf with the PGA in June. I was actually incorrect. Uh, UFC came back. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And again, you predicted again that college football would happen, which again, it was kind of aggravating me how much everyone was talking about it not happening. So I wanted to triple down there and again, it happened. So it's correct. Okay. Episode 22, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls untold stories with Tom Smithberg, who was working in the public relations department with the Chicago Bulls um, during the Jordan era. April 2020, you predicted, all COVID-themed predictions, that um, that week Major League Baseball was presenting their plan to the MLBPA and that you thought it would be declined because of a conflict of salaries for the full season. Did they, was, they declined it, that it first one, declined. right? They, they, didn't, they didn't come to an agreement until the middle of June. I thought so. You also predicted that UT Texas would play football in the fall. You were right. Yep. Again, with the repeat predictions. And you predicted that uh, you were going to have your November prom and graduation from high school, <laughs> despite the fact that, that did not happen. no, that, that absolutely didn't happen. Can I just say that that what stinks about that is so many other schools <laughs> were able to do their walk across the stage or walk across the parking yeah. lot and. Yep. You know, I know your school was really trying to do everything possible to to schedule a um, commencement for you guys and, and your prom when all of you guys would be back home from your first semesters at college. So I get that they really were working very hard to give you guys that opportunity. But now looking back, it really kind of stinks that you ended up with absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to graduate in June. But we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I'm over it. Right. I'm a college. I'm a semester college student. I'm over it. Yeah, I, that's what I think how most people are going to feel. Episode 23, 
Hall of Fame linebacker Brian Erlacher joined us, and we talked about the NFL's virtual draft. Um, it was 20 years ago that he had been drafted by the Chicago Bears. Some great stories by, by Erlacher. You predicted that we would have college sports in the fall. And I was right. That, that was not a repeat prediction. That was predicting that there would be all college sports, and I do actually believe that for the most part, every college sport was played in the fall at least. In the majority of conferences, I know that the Big Ten is very weird with the way they handle things, but I just remember based off of all the shows I did in the fall for Texas sports, it seems like every sport was playing, so I'm going to give that one to myself. All right, I also predicted that you would not want us to or let us, the family, come visit you uh, in Austin, Texas. Oh, boy, was I wrong. I know. We did get to go visit you, and it was awesome. It was great. We had yeah, a, that was a great, great time. time. Uh, you predicted that the Major League Baseball draft would go would be a disaster, shortened to five rounds. That high school players were unsignable now, with no benefit to go into the league, and that the effects on Major League Baseball would trickle for the next decade. So I was right, and I was wrong. The draft ended up being ten rounds. It was a disaster, though. There were tons of first round high school prospects that fell. Um, for for better or for worse, I know the White Sox got a guy, Jared Kelly, in the second round. That had this been a normal draft, he absolutely would not have been available past the top ten of the first round. So it, it had its benefits and it had its downsides. Um, I'm not going to give myself the point there just because I, I kind of missed the mark with the length of the draft. But the the, the way that the draft is formatted in 2020 is going to be the way it's formatted in 2021, and it will certainly have a ripple effect throughout the next few years. I'm going to call that a even. It's not a okay. yes. It's not a no. All right. Uh, you predicted you would have a good summer. <laughs> Did you have a good summer? <laughs> <laughs> I had an amazing summer, actually. What a shitty prediction. I know. No, I had, I had <laughs> Seriously. A, I Seriously. That was, though. I'm glad you, you yeah, couldn't Yeah, listening to that. some of these, I got I to gotta be a little bit more creative. Yes. And a little bit more precise with my predictions. It's kind of a good feeling knowing that these are right. kind of wish I took some, like, futures bets on these because <laughs> I never have to worry about money ever as a college student. But Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah. Okay, and this is the final show that we will uh, grade your predictions on. It was episode 24, uh, June of 2020, where we remembered uh, NBA Hall of Famer, uh, the original Bull, Jerry Sloan, and his daughter, Kathy Sloan Wood, joined the show. And this was just weeks after her father died. So that was really kind of a special show that she was able to, you know, for me, growing up in Chicago, I mean, Jerry Sloan was just the bomb. You know, we just, everyone loved him. So um, your predictions in that episode 24 was there would be baseball this year, anywhere from 50 to 70 games starting in July to September. I was correct. And that there would be fans in the seats somewhere. I don't think that happened. Yeah. There was? That did happen. Who it had fans? In the World Series. It happened in the World Series and happened in the National League Championship Series in Arlington. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I totally so forgot I about correct. that. All right, you get that one. You also predicted that the Clippers would win the NBA championship. That uh, A little out of my hands when they blew a 3-1 to one lead against the Denver Nuggets. But, no, that was incorrect. I really don't think that they're ever going to win a championship, no matter how good Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are. Team's just cursed. No more Doc Rivers in L.A. I just That was a pretty bad prediction. Your final prediction for the first half of 2020 was that sometime last summer you would beat Dad in 18 holes of golf at Medina. We never actually played 18 holes straight up last summer, so that's incomplete. 
Okay, we'll um, give you that I as think an that if I, I think if I put my nose to the grindstone this summer and hit the driving range a little more frequently, I think I can definitely compete with that. I don't think I can beat him. I just I I don't have it in me to play as much as I would need to to get up to that level. But we'll see how this upcoming summer goes. All right. Well, I got to tell you, um, the final tally of gradable predictions. You had 19 correct, and where's my drum roll? 13 incorrect. So you were over 500. No, not bad at all. 19 and 13. So well done. Well done. I think you need to think them through a little bit more, though. Oh, yeah. If I thought some of those through a little bit more, I think that I'd be sitting pretty at about a 75, 80% clip. So that'll be my goal for the next, next stretch. That's your goal, not a prediction, right? That's not a prediction. No. Okay. No final thoughts in this episode since it is one of our mini episodes. Uh, 40 episodes in, and we will be going on two years come April 2021. Wow. I, I remember when I was talking you into trying to, to do the podcast and what a long way we have come in almost two years now. I want to thank all of you, our loyal listeners. Remember to please download the podcast on all of your devices, subscribe on all of your devices and rate us on all of your devices. If you have a phone, an iPod, an iPad, whatever, if you do it on every one of your devices, then that's four extra ratings that we will get and four extra downloads. So help us out if you can. Hold on, I have something to add on. Do it in different browsers. Use Google Chrome, use the Google app, and use Safari. Boom, that's three. Do that on your phone. Do that on your iPad. That's six extra ratings for us. We love that. We love to see it. I'm going to have to try it myself. I just thought of that on the spot. So Ooh. A little more easy having to grab three or four devices. Oh, great idea, Jason. And can you just remind our listeners where we are available, the podcast? Of course I can. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and really wherever you get your audio. And do not forget that you can find the podcast website at thesportscasterandherstone.com, on Facebook, and on Twitter. And you know what, Jason? We now have a YouTube page directly where you can listen to the podcast on YouTube as well. Beautiful. Yeah. Hey, thanks, everybody. Jason, take care at school, okay? Of course I will. Okay. Love you, buddy. Goodbye, everyone. The Sportscaster and Her Son is brought to you by Electroflex, a global leader in electrical conduit for over 60 years, electrically connecting our world. And by Foot First Podiatry. It's time to get your bunion fixed with Foot First Podiatry's exclusive Sklar Bunionectomy. No visual scars, no casts, no crutches, no kidding. Visit footfirst.com.